worship team. Um, not sure where to start. I got four pages of notes here, and I'm not even preaching this morning. So um, I, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to steer away from that and, because I don't want to take time from our guest this morning who's going to be sharing with us. Uh, but I do want to introduce kind of with this thought for our new year. Um, if I were going to title the message I was going to preach this morning, and this has really evolved in the last couple of weeks, I would title it this, When the Horn Blows. And it comes from Daniel chapter 3. And you're, you're all familiar with the story there in Daniel chapter 3 with, with Hananiah, Mishael, and Azariah. And you all, we, we, we too often refer to them, I was telling our Sunday school class this morning, that we too often refer to them as Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. And those were the the, the pagan names that were given them by the Babylonians, but their, 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 their given name was Hananiah, Mishael, and Azariah. And it's interesting, if you want an interesting study, go back and study what those names mean. Their given names and then the names that were given to them by the Babylonians, and you'll understand why I'm hesitant to call them by those names of Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. Uh, but I would refer, rather refer to them as Hananiah, Mishael, and Azariah. And, and as we look in Daniel chapter 3, when we think about the horn blowing, because we, we understand there was this, what's going on there is King Nebuchadnezzar set up this golden, this golden, golden image, and we're not even sure, scriptures don't even spell out exactly what the golden image is, but it's like 90 feet tall, I think, and I think it's like 9 feet wide, it's just, it's this golden image that has been set up there, it might have been of him, it might have been of some other fake god, whatever it was, but it was set up and they were told, the people, the decree went out to everyone that went at the sound of the horn, and they list all these other instruments and of the music, and all kinds of music, then you're to bow down. Folks, we're in that day today. We read that story and we think of Daniel 3 way back then in the history of that. But things don't change. Things continue on. We see those things happen again and again. But we're seeing that same thing today where there are images that are set up before us that when the horn blows, whatever it is, whatever catchphrase or talking point or media or culture created ideology or or, or, or whatever thing you want to talk about, whether it's globalism or, or global warming or science or CRT or whatever it is, when that is mentioned, you're to fall in line with what is told you, what is being told to you, and you're to bow down to that. And we see here where, where Hananiah, Mishael, and Azariah, as this decree goes out, and everyone in the country is to do that, and they're told this was the original cancel culture, folks. If you don't bow down to it, then you're going to be thrown in the fiery furnace. And so Hananiah, Mishael, and Azariah, they stood for righteousness. They stood for what was right. They were not going to betray their faith. They were not going to betray their God to bow down to this image that had been created. So when the time comes, the horn blows, the music plays, and everybody bows down to the image except for Hananiah, Mishael, and Azariah. They stood. They stood. And then there's those that accuse them. You know, we have that today. You don't fall in line with what everybody else is saying. There are the accusers. And then they're brought before the king. And then it said, oh, well, if you'll repent of this, if you change your mind now and you say you were wrong and you fall in line with this, when we play the music then and you bow down, hey, it'll be okay. We'll look past your ignorance and we'll forgive you that. And they said, don't worry about it, king. Don't even bother playing because we're not bowing. They stood for what was right. 
They took a stand for righteousness. They did not compromise. They didn't back down. They didn't, they didn't weaken their faith. They stood strong. So the king is furious. Heat up the furnace seven times stronger. Play the music. They don't bow down. They take them and they throw them in. There's another thing here. You ever thought about this? The, the, the strong men who grabbed Hananiah, Azariah, and Mishael, those strong men that grabbed them, what happened to them? You remember? So the fire was so hot when they got close to throwing them in, they burned up. It killed them. This group, they don't care. They don't care who gets hurt in the process as long as you bow down. As long as you bow down to what you're being told to do. I say all that to say this. You know, we, we think, is there anything like that going on today? Folks, we better wake up because it's coming today. I've had people tell me, preacher, you speak politics too much. I disagree. I don't think I preach politics. I preach righteousness that politics has gotten involved in. And, and if I do something counter to that, you tell me. But I don't get here, up here and talk about this person or that person. You ought to take them. I'll tell you what they're saying. And, and, and when it's wrong, it's wrong. I'm going to stand for what is right. Folks, we better be ready. And as I taught in Sunday school this morning, Daniel, he purposed in his heart that he would not sin against God. He made a decision that he wasn't going to bow. And, and what it was was then when you come to Daniel 3 and Hananiah and Azariah and Mishael, they, they're not going, well, I don't know what to do. What do we do? Do we bow down and do we fake it? And in our hearts, we don't really pray. Do we act like we're worshiping just to save our lives, but we'll still worship our God? No, they didn't do that. They stood at the at the very price that it could cost them, not a job, not their income, not a reputation, their very lives, they stood. Folks, we better be ready to stand. And if you think, well, that's not coming to America, you're deceiving yourself because it's coming to America. It may come quicker than we could even imagine, but it's coming to America. It's already here in a lot of ways. The political correctness that we're fighting in this country. The anti-God push. And if you look at this stuff, it's all rooted in anti-God beliefs. Now you go, ah, but really, is there anything like that going on today? Do we see examples of folks like Hananiah, Mishael, and Azariah today? We do. And we're going to see more. We have a man in our midst this morning that I would... I would call a Paul, a modern-day Paul, because of what he's gone through for his faith. And, and I'm thankful that he could come and be with us this morning and share his story. And so I want to I introduce to you Pastor Johnny, um, I got it, Tamayo. Tamayo, correct? Johnny, Pastor Johnny Tamayo. And his son, Gabriel, is with us this morning. I got my cheat sheet in case I failed, Gabriel, but I have to have my cheat sheet. Um, but his son, Gabriel, is going to come. I, I'm not going to tell a lot of his story because I want him to tell his story. He's going to share his testimony. Uh, I will say this. Pastor Johnny has been in the States about six years. Seis años in Los, in los, los Estados Unidos. That's about it, okay? <laughs> es todo, es todo. Uh, but Pastor Johnny's been here about six years, came from Cuba. But I want you to hear his story 
of how he lived out his faith, how God used him, how God was glorified through his life, and what he's doing now. And he's going to challenge us, not only with his testimony, but with a word to challenge us from that, to challenge us. Folks, because we, we may face the things he's faced, and we need to be prepared to stand. So, Pastor, if you'll come... We have a couple. It's yours. When when you're done, you let me know, okay? (laughs) Thank you. God bless you. Glad you're here. Good morning. Uh, Para mí es un placer estar aquí. It's a pleasure for me to be here. Es por primera vez estoy en este lugar. First time being here. He, he pasado muchas veces por aquí buscando la, la 95. I went through this road a lot of times going to the 95. Pero nunca había entrado acá. But I have never gone in, into the church. Así que me gozo. I'm glorious to be here. Por poder compartir con ustedes este momento. And to be with this moment with you guys. Gracias pastores, gracias iglesia. Thank you pastor and guys and thank you church. Eh, como decía el pastor ahorita, eh, llevamos seis años en Estados Unidos. How the say we been here six years in the Vivimos 40 años en Cuba. We live 40 years in Cuba. Eh, bajo un régimen comunista. Under our region, uh, uh, bien fuerte. Strong. A veces, a veces no, no podemos entender lo que es la libertad. Sometimes we can understand what liberty means. Hasta que no la perdemos. Until we lose it. Créame que vivir en Cuba es difícil. Believe that living in Cuba is difficult. Es mucho mejor vivir en América. It's a lot better to live in the U.S. Todos los días de mi vida y los mi familia lo sabe. Todos los días de mi vida doy gracias a Dios por vivir en América. Every day of my life, I thank God to be for being in America. Porque puedo disfrutar de una libertad extraordinaria. Because I have a liberty. Quiero uh, compartir parte de mi testimonio. I want to share my testimony. Le prometo que va a ser cortito. I promise you guys will be short. <laughs> eh, estoy casado con una linda muchacha. I'm married to a lovely wife. Llevo 21 años casado con ella. I have been 21 years married to her. Tengo tres, tres hijos. I have three children. Él es el baby. I'm the youngest one. La mayor, eh, eh, la mayor Glendy, eh, eh, tiene 20 años. And the uh, oldest one has 20 years. Y el del medio, Moisés, eh, 18. And the middle one, 18. Todos ellos sirven al Señor. Son músicos. Quiero compartir con ustedes mi testimonio porque es importante. En el año 1990 recibí a Cristo como mi Señor y Salvador. En el año 1990 1990, I received God as my savior. Tenía solamente 16 años. I, had, I was 17 years old. No saquen la cuenta. 
do not make the, the match for the, my age. Uh, era un muchacho, era un muchacho de 16 años, nunca había escuchado acerca de Jesús. I had never heard about uh, Jesus before that. Mi, mi familia por toda, todos los años, toda generación, nunca había habido un solo cristiano. In my generation of family, there has never been a Christian. Eh, eran, creían en, en dioses falsos, en otros dioses espiritistas. They believe in a lot of fake gods, and there were spirits. They practice. Ah, cuando muchacho me enseñaron desde pequeño en Cuba el gobierno cubano a odiar la iglesia. From John in school and society, they teach us the kids to hate a church. Y una de las cosas que hacía era lanzarle piedra a la iglesia. And when I was young, I used to throw rocks at the church. Y golpeaba a, a un hijo de un pastor. And I used to hit a pastor's son. Uh, por mucho tiempo hicimos eso. For all, all time. El pastor de esa iglesia comenzó a orar por mí. Yo no lo sabía. The pastor of that church started praying for me. I didn't know it. No sé si era para mi salvación o para que dejara quieto a su hijo. I didn't know if it was for my salvation or to let his kid alone. El hecho es que esa oración hizo efecto. That prayer made effect. Comencé a sentir la necesidad de encontrarme con alguien que me ayudara. I started feeling the need to get with someone that helped me. Sentía un vacío en mi corazón. Sentí, me sentía en mi corazón mal. I was feeling bad in my heart. Uh, yo creo que fueron las oraciones del pastor. I think it was the prayers of the pastor. Eh, me dediqué durante toda mi vida, durante toda mi vida a estar en la calle y golpear personas. During my whole uh, young life, I used to be in the streets and hit people. Porque vengo de un hogar un hogar eh, destruido no no padre no, papá mi papá nunca estuvo presente because I come from a destroyed family my dad was never with me y yo creo que la base de la vida y de la sociedad y de una nación está en la familia and I think the the base of uh, a nation or a country is in a family uh, pasó algo en una ocasión eh, tuve una pelea in one occasion I had a fight en la calle in the streets con, tre con tres personas with three people y uh, en esa pelea que tuve uh, por nada mato a una persona a un in that fight I almost killed a kid yo recuerdo que uh, en ese momento cuando fui a darle con un cuchillo uh, in that moment when I was about to stab him Ah, yo sentí al Espíritu Santo hablar a mi corazón. I feel the Holy Spirit talk to my heart. Y me dijo. And he said. Si sigues por este por este camino. If you continue through this road. Vas a terminar o muerto. You're gonna end. O preso. End up in prison or dead. En ese instante cuando yo oí esa voz en mi corazón. When I heard that voice in my heart. Todo el odio, todo el rencor que yo sentía se fue. All the hate that I had in my heart left. Entré 
Fui a, la, a esa iglesia que yo le lanzaba piedra. I went into that church that I used to throw rocks at. Y entregué mi vida a Cristo. And I, I turned my life to Jesus. Fue el 14, ese, ese, eh, disculpen, 29 del mes de octubre de 1990. It was 29th of October 1990. Mi vida cambió. My life changed. De la misma manera en que había odiado a la iglesia y a Dios. The same way that I used to hate on the church and God. Ahora amaba a la iglesia y a Dios. I now love uh, the church and God. A los 18 años. At 18 years old. Voy a me llevan al ejército. Uh, I was taken to the army. Solamente tenía año y medio de convertido aproximadamente. I only have been a year and a half from uh, being Él, Era un muchacho. I was a kid. En Cuba había ahí una, eh, no sé si saben, en Cuba uh, cuando uno va a hacer el juramento en el ejército, no jura por la nación, sino por Fidel Castro. En Cuba, when you have to swear uh, in the army, you are not swearing for the nation, but instead for Fidel, the leader. Uh, yo era cristiano ya. I was Christian already. Y cuando llego al, al ejército, que es obligatorio, When I arrived to the army that is obligated, yo le dije al oficial que me atendía. I said to the official that was attending me, yo no voy a jurar por Fidel Castro. I'm not going to swear for Fidel. Él me dijo, he told me, eso mismo que hicieron ustedes. This, this, the same you guys did. Mm. <laughs> me, dijeron, me dijo el, el, el oficial, el día del juramento, vamos a ver qué vas a hacer. He said, the day, of the, the day of the swear, we're going to see what you are going to do. Tenía 17 años para 18 años. I was 17 turning into 18. Quiero que vean esto, porque esto es importante. I want you guys to see this because this is important. El pastor acaba de hablar de tres amigos eh, en el libro de Daniel. The pastor has talked about three friends in the Bible. Que no se dejaron presionar por el medio. Por las circunstancias. And don't let the circumstances, uh, Porque su, su, su creencia. Sí. Pressure then. Porque, por su, porque su, su relación con Dios era profunda. Because their relation with God was um, strong. Hoy estamos siendo presionados por la sociedad. Today we're being pressured by the society. Por los, gobiern por los gobiernos. For the government. Por la, por la tecnología, por las comunicaciones. From the technology. Y tenemos que mantener nuestras creencias. And we have to, um, nuestra creencia. Nuestra fe. We have to maintain our faith and creence. A pesar de cualquier situación. No matter the situation. Cuando llegó el momento del juramento. When the date of the swear came. En Cuba tenemos que, teníamos que arrodillarnos. In Cuba we had to bow. Y jurar. And swear. No por una nación. No por la nación. No por una bandera. No por una flag. Sino por Fidel Castro. But instead for Fidel. Esa es la gran diferencia de esta nación. That's the great difference of this nation. Y cuando llegó el momento en que dieron la orden, cinco mil soldados. When the moment came, five thousand soldiers. Se arrodillaron. Bow. Y yo me quedé de pie. And I was standing. Amen. 
Era un muchacho de 17 años. I was a kid of 17 years old. Quiero que no pierdan de vista eso. I don't want you guys to lose that. Porque nuestras convicciones no importa la edad. Because our convictions doesn't matter the age. Es nuestra relación con Cristo. It's our relation with God. Y cuando me quedo de pie. And I was standing. Recuerdo que delante de mí, cerca de mí, a esta distancia, estaba, me, estaban los generales. There were the generals. Y uno de ellos me dijo, soldado, ¿por qué usted no se arrodilla? And one of them asked what I didn't bow. Yo le dije, pregúntele al teniente. And, he, and I said, ask the tenant. Que habíamos hablado una, We had with unos, the unos días antes. Before about that. El, el general mandó a buscar al teniente. The general asked for the tenant. El teniente vino, estaba asustado. The tenant came, he was scared. Se presentó y le dijo, ah, él no se arrodilla porque él es religioso. He doesn't uh, bow because he's religious. El general me mandó a buscar. Yo the general llegué, asked me. Y, y me dijo, ¿De qué iglesia tú eres? From what church are you? Yo, dije, yo soy bautista. I am Bastids. Y me dice él, mi familia es bautista y se arrodilla. ¿Por qué usted no se arrodilla? My family bautist and he bows. Why didn't you? Yo dije, porque no creo por lo cual se está jurando. Because I don't believe in what we are swearing for. Y me dice él, ¿sabes que esto te puede costar dos años de privación de libertad? Do you know this can turn into two years of prison? Le dije, sí. I said, I know. Pero yo no me voy a arrodillar. But I'm not going to bow. Porque del delante del a única, el único ser que debo arrodillarme es delante de Dios. Because the only one I can bow for is Jesus. Me mandaron para el campamento. They sent me to a campament. Y se, se reunieron los militares. And the soldiers de, después del, del juramento que hicieron after the swearing, para ver qué iban a hacer conmigo to see what, uh, gonna do with me. entre ellos determinaron dos cosas them, they two things, dos años preso two, two years in prison, o mandarme a trabajos forzados or to send me, to, uh, forced, uh, labor jobs. me enviaron a, los, a un trabajo forzado they sent me to a forced labor job hacer túneles to make tunnels sin casi herramientas without any ni protección or protection creo que lo que querían era que se, me sepultarme adentro o sea, they wanted uh, for the rocks to fall over me pero déjeme decir amado but let me tell you hice por seis meses túneles for six months I was caving tunnels y de, ese, de esos túneles salí más fuerte y más bonito And for that tunnels, I came stronger and, and more beautiful. Entré delgado. I entered being. Uh, y salí strong. Uh, being weak and I came out being strong. Me prohibieron predicar el evangelio. They prohibited la, me from. En uh, la unidad militar. From teaching uh, Christ to the other soldiers. Pero hay un principio cristiano que dice. But there is a principle in God that Basado says, en la palabra, es mejor obedecer a Dios que ante los hombres. It's better to obey God than men. Prediqué el evangelio a todos los militares. I preached uh, Christ to all the soldiers. De ahí hoy hay, de esa predicación en ese en ese lugar hoy hay dos pastores. 
que son pastores que salieron de la predicación. From those uh, preaching, there are two pastors now. Tres diáconos. Three. Y a, sí. Deacons. <laughs> y varios, varias personas convertidas. And a lot of people that turn to Christ. Y ese, ese teniente que a, al principio fue el que me atendía. Y that teniente that was caring for me. En una crisis con su esposa, problema con su esposa. In a problem with his wife. Me mandó a buscar para que yo lo aconsejara. Asked me to um, ayudar. To help him. Algo interesante. Something interesting. Hoy en ese lugar. Today in that place. Cerquita de esa unidad militar. Near that army. Donde place, quisieron destruirme. Donde they where they wanted to destroy me. Hay una iglesia bautista. There is a bounty church. Bien fuerte. Strong. Porque lo que el hombre quiere lograr what para man, destruir la obra de Dios. Because what man wants to destroy God's uh, church. Dios la us, lo usa como un arma poderosa. God uh, uses it as a strong uh, weapon. Después de eso. After that. Dos años, dos años después de ya haberme salido del ejército. Two years after I came out of the army. Estoy caminando por, por, por la calle. I was working down the road. Y veo un carro militar que se detiene. And I see a um, army vehicle that stops. Y el ese teniente que me había hecho la and eh, the teni ese teniente que me había hecho la vida imposible. And the teniente that was trying to destroy me. Me vio. Saw me. Y me dice Tamayo. And he said Tamayo. Digo, ¿cómo anda teniente? I say, how are you doing, teniente? Me dice, no, ya no soy teniente, soy capitán. He says, now no teniente, I'm uh, capitán. Captain. Y, uh, y me dice él, uh, ¿qué haces? And he said, what are you doing? Estoy, digo, le dije, estoy estudiando para ser pastor. I'm so to be a pastor. Y me dijo esta palabra. And he said, sigue por ese camino que tú estás bien. Continue uh, through that path because you're okay. Porque en el momento preciso. Because in the precise moment. Cuando cuando quisimos que negaras tu fe te mantuviste firme. When we wanted to destroy you, you stood up. Tú eres de los cristianos verdaderos. You are from the true believers. Y yo dije no soy no no soy yo no es mi fuerza es Dios. And I say it's not uh, my it's not that I'm strong it's God. Amados hermanos escúchenme. Estos, estos son tiempos para de definir nuestra fe. These are time to define our faith. O somos hijos de Dios o no somos hijos de Dios. We are uh, sons of God or we are not. Tu fe estás, va a ser probada. Your faith is going to be proof. Estamos viviendo en una nación libre. We are living in a nation that is free. Pero no sabemos hasta dónde va a ser esa libertad, hasta cuándo. But we don't know until when we're going to have liberty. Debemos aprovechar al máximo. We need to aprovechar. Aprovechar. Okay. I don't know how to say that. I'm sorry. Termino mi testimonio. I'm gonna finish. Para que me vuelvan a invitar. So you can, guys can invite me again. Comenzamos a trabajar como pastor. We started to be pastors. Y a través de nuestra iglesia plantamos siete iglesias más. And through our church, we planted seven uh, churches in Cuba. El gobierno cubano no estaba muy de acuerdo con eso. The Cuban government wasn't uh, okay with that. 
y en dos ocasiones intentaron matarme con carros. Mi esposa My wife tiene una herida en, en la cara has a scar in his face. en uno de esos atentados. In one of those, uh, Por la única razón For the only reason de predicar el Evangelio. Of preaching God. ¿Pueden entenderlo? Can you understand that? Dios nos trajo a esta nación. God brought us to this nation. Para disfrutar de una libertad que no teníamos en Cuba. To have a liberty that we don't have in Cuba. Todos los días de mi vida. Every single day of my life. Agradezco a Dios por estar aquí. I thank God for being here. Dios les bendiga. God bless you. Si quieren hacer alguna pregunta. If you have If you have any question? ¿Cuándo termina, pastor? We're going to finish, pastor. <laughs> okay. Quiero hacer un llamado. I want to call on you guys. A comprometerte con Cristo. To be uh, a buscar más a Cristo. To search more for Christ. A Profundizar tu fe en Jesús. To be your faith strong in Jesus. No sabemos qué tiempo vamos a tener esta libertad. We don't know how long we're gonna have this liberty. No sabemos cuánto tiempo nos van a dejar predicar el evangelio. We don't know how long they're gonna let us teach. Necesitamos comprometernos con el Señor. Estar We need to get, más cerca del Señor. We, get, we need to get near with God. Quiero hacerte ese llamado. I want to call you guys. Si alguno de los aquí presente, if any of you guys, quiere y desea comprometerse o estar más cerca del Señor, wants to get near with Jesus. Y pedirle al Señor que lo ayude para predicar la palabra. And ask God to help you to teach the, His word. Y estar firme a pesar de las presiones. And to be strong uh, no matter the circumstances. Si hay algún hogar aquí cristiano que desea hacer un pacto con Dios. If any of you guys want to do that. De tener un hogar cristiano. To be a Christian house. Este es el momento. This is the moment. Tenemos todo un año por delante. We have a whole year ahead. Vamos a aprovecharlo. Vamos a aprovechar. Okay. Es una una buena oportunidad. It's a good opportunity. Okay. Le hago el llamado. Hay alguna persona aquí? Is there anyone here? Que desea hacer un pacto con Dios de fidelidad. That wants to make a deal with God of fidelity. Yo quiero que te pongas en pie. I want you to stand up. Quiero orar por ti. I want to pray for you. Si alguna persona aquí If anyone dice Señor, says God, ayúdame a serte fiel. Help me to be loyal to you. Ayúdame a tener un lindo hogar cristiano. Help me to have a beautiful um, Christian family. Ayúdame a predicar tu palabra. Help me to teach your word. ¿Hay alguna persona Is there anyone here? Quiero que te pongas en pie. I want you to stand up. Yo quiero orar por ti. I want to pray for you. No sé qué tiempo nos queda. I don't know how long we got. 
para predicar el Evangelio. To preach, uh, God. No sé qué tiempo nos queda I don't know how long we got de ser libres. To have Vamos a buscar esta oportunidad que tenemos hoy. Let's use this we got today. Oramos. Let's pray. Señor Jesús, God, en esta mañana, is this, in this morning, hacemos un compromiso delante de ti. We make a deal in front of you. Deseamos, Señor, que nos des fuerza We want you, God, to keep us para serte fiel. To be loyal. Danos fuerza Give us para que nuestros hogares puedan ser hogares cristianos. So our homes can be Christian. Danos fuerza Give us para vivir y predicar tu palabra. To live and preach your word. Ayúdanos a vivir para ti. Help us live for you. En el nombre de Jesús. In Jesus name. Amén. Amen. Dios le bendiga. Gracias. God bless you guys. Thank you. I want to ask you a couple of questions. Y'all can be seated. Um, and you may have a question. And if you do, raise your hand. We'll, we'll ask them. Do you see America sliding toward communism? I believe so. Yeah. Okay. Um, um, For a lot of reasons. Number one. Usando, obligando a, a, a las personas a hacer cosas que las personas no quieren hacer. They're making people do things they don't want to do. Uh, número dos. Number two. Uh, están usando, el comunismo lo hace así, eh, a cosas a, a escondidas. O sea, gobiernan en la, en la sombra, en la oscuridad. They're governing in the shadows. No, no face to face. No indirect government. Uh, número tres. Number three. Eh, las escuelas y las universidades. The se, schools and universities. Están, están siendo cada día más liberales. Are every day becoming more liberal. Número cuatro. Number four. Ador, adoración a la personalidad, al, 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 al hombre como tal. They're praising men. Recuérdense que Fidel Castro, eh, Fidel Castro obligaba a la gente a adorarlo. Uh, just like Fidel that uh, obligated people to adore him. Y el, que no y el que no pensara así, pues era enemigo. And people that didn't believe that, they were enemy. Amen. Okay. Well, you know, one of the things one of the things that he talked about was how the schools there taught the kids when you were young taught the kids to hate the church. Okay. Decían que la la iglesia era la bueno era un era un pensamiento el opio de los pueblos las drogas del pueblo. They said la droga del pueblo. Schools were the drug of the people. of the people. 
Es decir, que... que ok, le explico. Ah, es decir, era como un lavado de cerebro. Como que... They were like clean our brains. Brainwash, yeah. o sea, no, lo ve, no vean como, como que la iglesia educa y forma, sino como que deforma al ser humano. They were teaching how the churches deform a human. Uh, la otra cosa es todas las mañanas. Every single morning. En la escuela. In school. Antes de comenzar las clases. Before starting classes. Había que oír noticias de Fidel Castro. We had to hear Fidel uh, news. Había que cantar cánticos de la revolución. We had to sing uh, revolutionary songs. Y había que, había que compartir eh, ideas comunistas entre los estudiantes. Se hacía, un, se hacía un debate. And we had to share communist idea with other people. Todas las mañanas. Every single morning. Año tras año. Y, uh, y llegar el momento en que las personas se lo creían. And there was a moment when people believed it. I mean, that's where I, when, what, what I heard in that, what I hear from what he experienced is where we're headed. And we're, 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 and, and I, I think that is so insightful how he talked about we, we don't see, they saw Vidal, they saw that tyranny face to face where we have a shadow. They're, they're, they're being very subtle with the things that are going on. But folks, we're facing many of those same things today. And kids in our public schools, parents, I, I can't encourage you enough to be diligent, be diligent, be diligent, because you know. You know, as a parent in the schools, if you're engaged with your kids, you know what they're hearing in the public schools. Even in the areas where we have good schools. And it's not that we have bad teachers. There are bad teachers. It's not that all the teachers are out there trying to brainwash our kids. But there are a lot of teachers out there, and the system is designed now to brainwash our kids. And it is teaching the kind of thing that would teach our kids today to hate the church here in America. Una de las cosas que hizo Fidel Castro que está ocurriendo aquí es quitó a los muchachos de la, de la conexión familiar y lo que el gobierno decía no, era ley y no importaba lo que quería la familia. Fidel Castro. Fidel. Destruyó la familia. Destroy family. La, quitó a los muchachos de 16, 17, 18 años. He make, uh, kids from 16, y, y, y los llevó a escuelas fuera de casa. And they, and he took it to schools out of home. Y los muchachos estaban por 25 días en una escuela. And the kids were for 25 days. Y venían 5 días a la casa solamente. In school and they came five days only Al mes. To their family. Y entonces uh, allá continuamente estaba eh, la, lavando el, el cerebro. Every day. O sea, desconectar a, la, a las nuevas generaciones de la familia. He from the es lo mismo que está ocurriendo acá. The same that is today here. Lo, los, los hijos ya no le pertenecen a los padres, le pertenecen a, a, al gobierno. Ya los padres no pueden decirle, eso está mal. Now the parents cannot say that's wrong. Llamo a family and children. I'm going to call family and children. It's true. It's very odd. What would you, what would be the counsel you would give us? You, you've been in that culture to stand. 
You had to stand. You, you defied the government to stand. How do, how do you advise us to prepare for those times, those things to where we stand, where we not compromise, not give in to... ¿Qué consejo le daría para, para ellos poder prepararse y todo eso? Para cuando le tengan que enfrentar, eh, poder quedarse parados también. Ok, bien. Número uno, la relación con Dios. And number one, relation with God. Número dos, la lectura de la palabra. Number two, uh, read the Bible. Número tres, la oración. Number three is prayer. Pero no es no una oración, Señor, gracias por alimento, sino una oración profunda. But not like a regular uh, pray like. Gracias por alimento. Thank you for the no. food. No. No, una oración profunda. You have to do a strong uh, pray. En casa. At home. Y número cuatro. And number four. La familia. The family. Hay que cuidar a los hijos. We have to protect our children. Hay que cuidar la familia. We have to protect the family. Esa es la base de cualquier fortaleza. That's the base of any fortress. Hmm. It's good. Good. Any, any questions? Anything? Thomas? Can you repeat the question? I didn't hear. I'm sorry. Uh, what was the? Qu I'm not sure what the question is, Thomas. How does he go home and help the people that need help there? Okay. He, I, I can tell you this, he had to flee Cuba. He had to flee Cuba for his life at that point when, when he left Cuba, correct? You, you left at the sake of his life. Is that... God brought us to, to America. That's another testimony that I'm not going to share today. Uh, pero ayudar a las personas But to, to help people. no sé si es la pregunta uh, número uno un buen testimonio number one a good testimony la gente ven en nosotros a Cristo people see in us Christ recuerden recuerden que Dios, Dios no se ve remember that God uh, cannot be seen las personas ven a Dios a través de nosotros people see God through uh, our lives nuestro testimonio Our testimony. Número dos. Number two. Una buena relación. A good relation. Relación. Una de las cosas que el diablo está haciendo es tratando de destruir las relaciones humanas. One of the things that they're trying. El diablo. And that the devil is trying is to destroy uh, their relations. Y es importante fortalecerla. And it's, it's important to strong that como bautistas tenemos un, 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 un principio que es la libertad de conciencia. We have a principle that is the liberty of conscience. Libertad de conciencia. Y a veces queremos que las personas piensen como, como nosotros. Sometimes we want people to think like ourselves. 
Entonces, yo creo que una de las cosas importantes es saber que una persona, Dios la creó de esa manera, entonces tenemos que amarla. We have to love people because, uh, repite. Amar a la persona. Pero antes. God gave uh, every single one of us liberty and we have to love people that way. And we have to love that people how Christ loved them. Second commandment. You are going to love um, the, person. the person like yourself. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Second manual. Yeah. No sé si Jerry? Do you have family in Cuba that are in danger? Because every single family is in danger. Is what? Yeah. Every single family is in danger, not like. Yes. Oh, oh, all, all, all In Cuba, a couple of days ago, there was like a social explosion. Más de 40 ciudades se lanzaron en contra del gobierno. More than 40 cities turned against the government. Y el gobierno aplastó la rebelión. And the government uh, destroyed the rebellion. Y metieron preso a, a todos ellos. Uh, all of them are in prison. Algunos desaparecidos. Uh, some of them uh, disappeared. Particularmente mi familia no corrió peligro. Uh, in particular, my family didn't, it wasn't in danger. Porque el problema no era con mi familia, era conmigo. Because the problem wasn't with my family, it was with me. Sí, totalmente. Yeah, totally. Hoy tengo gran parte de la familia cristiana. Great part of my family now is Christian. Um, anoche mismo, anoche mismo uh, celebraban la, el fin de año. El fin de año y toda la familia se reunió. And all the family got reunited. Y cantando himnos cristianos. And they were singing Christian songs. Y oraban. And they pray. Juntos y se hablaban de Cristo. Together and they talk about Jesus. Quiero decirle algo. I want to tell you guys something. En Cuba la iglesia es una iglesia fuerte. In Cuba the churches are strong churches. Las iglesias están llenas. De personas. Churches are filled uh, with people. Y cuando hablo de iglesia, no hablo de un templo. Hablo que muchas de ellas se reúnen debajo de las matas. And when I talk about churches, uh, it's not about the temple, the structure. Some of them um, do their service under a tree. Lo, eh, hay, hay lugares que no tienen paredes y solamente es un, un techo. There are some places that they don't have walls, just a Ceiling. Ceiling. Because in Cuba from 1959 there's no uh, possibility to do a temple. The, the government prohibits it. Because a church is more than a temple. Awesome.
que dice que por mucho tiempo el gobierno está dejando a los mexicanos entrar, que por qué no deja a los cubanos entrar. Yo creo porque es una lista de terror. Bueno, uh, es, hay que preguntarle a, al presidente. What to ask the president? <laughs> I think one of the reasons is because Cuba is now on the terrorist list, so they know they don't let terrorist people come into the country. Yeah. We had a law that the U.S. government allowed us to come in Por más de 30 años. for more than 30 years Como refugiado. like refugees uh, en el gobierno de Obama, in the government of Obama la última semana de su gobierno, the last week of his government quitó la ley. he pero el proceso es mucho más difícil. But the process is a lot of difficult. Hay, un dif hay una diferencia entre Cuba a y el resto de los países latinoamericanos. Cuba and the Latin, um, other countries. Es que Cuba es una dictadura. En Cuba hay comunismo. Comunista. Una dictadura There comunista. Is a dictatorship. 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 Los países latinoamericanos son países que son capitalistas. Uh, the other countries are capitalist uh, countries. Y piden libertad. And they have liberty. Lo que la mal usan. But they um, no use it well. All right. Un buen silencio. Thank you very much. A good silence. Thank you very much. Today's certainly a different day. Amen. It's a different service. That was good. That was good to hear. Uh, Pastor Johnny is. Y'all are leaving next week. Next week, they are. We were fortunate to get Pastor Johnny. I was talking with him a few weeks ago, trying to set up a time for him to come. And uh, Glenn had informed me, said, "If you want to get him, you better get him the first Sunday of the year because he's going to be gone." They are going to New Jersey. Yes. He's been called by a church in New Jersey, and we'll be going to pastor there. And so we were we were very blessed to have him with us this morning. And uh, I thank you, John, Pastor Johnny, for coming and making the time. And Gabriel, thank you. I know that's hard. I... You did well. You did well. You did well. Well, listen, it is, it is, a, it is a different morning, and so we're going we're gonna to do things a little different here. Um, I saw, is Angeline back yet? Did she step out? Okay. Uh, all right. Pastor, uh, Pastor Aaron? If y'all come, we're going to have a short, a short invitation. So let's, uh, I don't know what you're planning to sing. Let's abbreviate it a little bit. We're going to give them time to pray. Uh, if there's a move of God this morning, go right through and sing 18 stanzas, okay? Uh, but but uh, if, if not, I want to open up the altar this morning. And uh, here's, here's what I want us to pray about this morning. It's a new year. It really isn't different than two days ago, Amen. 
I mean, today's January 2nd. It's a new year. I love the new year because we have a new calendar in the office. It's clean. We put that up about a couple weeks ago. You know, it's all clean. It ain't cluttered up. There ain't the junk on it, the bad things that have happened. All that. It's a brand new year. It's a year that, that we, we want to try to do some things very intentionally. That's how I look at this year. And, and, you know, last year I had things I wish I'd done better or things I wish I had not done at all. And, and it gives us a new opportunity. It's a clean slate. And so this morning is an opportunity for us to take a little time, have a word of prayer, maybe, maybe refocus yourself on the Lord this year. But I'm going to tell you, folks, what we've heard this morning and, and what we talked about in Sunday school, th- this is a time where we are coming. I think if I'd ask him this, the church in Cuba, passionate, ask him this, the church in Cuba, Passionate, strong, strong, passionate, um, uh, mature versus America with, with many times a weak, a weak faith in American churches. Um, American churches are, 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 we're not as strong or mature as churches in Cuba, would be my guess. Isolated. Persecution brings maturity brings strength. We know that. We know that. We know that the t- day is coming and persecution is always good for, for Christianity. It's always good for the kingdom. The, the kingdom of God grows upon the blood of the martyrs. I mean, I don't want to go through persecution, but folks, we're going to go through persecution and it, and it will strengthen. Our, well, you can look around right now. If we start facing persecution this year, you can look around right now. There are some faces you're not going to see anymore. Because there may be some in our congregation this morning that just aren't there in their faith, just aren't there and committed. You know, if there's a little cost to this thing, I think I'll just stay home. And there's others that are going to grow exponentially in their walk with Christ and their faith because of the persecution. So who do you want to be? Do you want to be the one that's going to cower down? Or do you want to be the one that's strong in your faith? Today's the day to drive the stake in the ground. Today's the day to say, I want to stand for my God. And I'm not going to give in and I'm not going to compromise. Yes. We're trying. We're trying because we know it's coming. And we have a lot of folks here that understand what's coming in the days to come. Oh, I hear people talk about, oh, it's just going, it's going to get better. What book are you reading? You got the wrong book. You got the wrong book because the book I read, that book right there says it's going to get worse. It's going to get worse. Are you ready to stand? That's the question. So as we, as we, as we have this invitation time this morning, and he, he, he challenged you. If you don't have a personal relationship with Christ, today's the day. 
Don't, don't wait till tomorrow. You may not have tomorrow. Don't wait till next month. Don't wait till next year. Today is the day of salvation. If you don't know the Lord Jesus Christ as your Savior, today is the day. If the Lord's speaking to your heart, step out of there. Come down here. Let us introduce you to the Lord Jesus Christ this morning. But this altar is open this morning. And if you want to come down here and just have a quick prayer and say, Lord, I'm all in. I'm all in. I don't want to play any more games. I don't want to be fickle in my faith. I want to be real. I want to be strong in my faith. Because the time is coming where if you're not strong in your faith now, you're not going to be strong in your faith facing that. Now's the time to decide. Am I going to stand? Am I determined? I'm going to stand with Christ? Or am I going to compromise? So however God leads you this morning in this invitation, if you want to come and pray, you want to pray where you are, that's up to you. And then we'll, we'll have this time of, of invitation, and then we're going to have something very special at the very end. But uh, Pastor Aaron, if you'll, if you'll lead us. Father, thank you now for this time. Move in our invitation. Move in our hearts. Draw us to you, Lord, and we'll praise you in Christ's name.